What up, y'all? Welcome to our first ever episode via the Zoom call of the Roll <laughs> Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Fridline. And I am Alan J. Pandy. Yes, as you can see, we are on Zoom. We're trying something new to see mm, if we can upload more up. for you guys. Yeah. So uh, today is another episode of Indie Analysis. The name's definitely catching on, I'm telling you. And <laughs> I think it is. I think it's genius. <laughs> and uh, today we'll be talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. So I'll pass it to Frid. So the Milwaukee Bucks for the past, mm, I'm going to say three, four years, have really been a force to be reckoned with in the league. Obviously, they have their primary star, arguably the greatest player in the NBA, but in my opinion, not very arguable. Giannis yeah. Um, So all that to say is they don't really have a whole lot of huge moves that they need to do this offseason because yeah. they already really have a set roster. Yeah. But that's not saying that they're perfect. We'll get into that. As we do, we like to start off with kind of laying out their primary rotations. So the starting lineup for the Bucks currently is their big three and Drew Holiday at the one, Chris Middleton at the small forward, and then Giannis at power forward. Mm-hmm. And then so – all, th- all three of those guys can get you a bucket and can play well on the defensive end for sure. And then a shooting guard, you got Wesley Matthews. Not good, but definitely serviceable. Um, can stretch the floor, knock down shots if you need them to. And that yeah. center, you got Brooke Lopez, who's aging but still, you know, useful. Mm-hmm. And then off the bench, you got players like Grayson Allen at the shooting guard. I know he doesn't get that good of a rap being a dirty player and all. But, you know, he'll get you a bucket. He's averaging about 11 points a game. Mm-hmm. And then you got George Hill also coming off the bench. Um, he's actually a pretty uh, key piece in this Bucks rotation um, simply because when Drew Holiday needs to come out, they still need a facilitator, someone that could, you know, spread the floor and get the offense moving. Mm-hmm. And George Hill's been in the league for a while. He's a veteran. He knows what he's doing out there. Mm-hmm. And then you also got Pat Connaughton uh, behind Chris Middleton. Definitely good. I, I – Personally, I like Pat Conson. I, I feel like he's a little underrated. but And then we got Bobby Portis, who can play the four and the five. Super intense, super yeah. – um, yeah. <laughs> Talk about those bug eyes. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, he can also stretch the floor and lock up most of the power forwards and centers in the league, which is key for them. Yeah. Yeah, going off of that, uh, I kind of want to talk about their biggest strength, and is that that is their uh, two-way complementary players. It's no secret that Milwaukee has Giannis, the best player in the NBA, but I mm. think their other key to success is the players surrounding him. Every player on the Bucks roster can shoot the three ball at an above average to at an above average level. Even their big men like Lopez and Portis, they're pretty decent shooters themselves. So while they let Giannis be Giannis and drive to the rim and dunk on everybody. If he get, if he ever gets stuck, he can just kick it out to any of their players, and they can they can uh, be ready to shoot the three. And defensively, though they rank 14th in defensive rating, individually they're none of them are really like super weak defenders. Even though you have a player like Brook Lopez who is slower, he's an elite rim protector and he's a really strong help side defender. So uh, they play Giannis at the free safety position, help side. And if they need to, they can put them on their best player. So very versatile lineup, right? They have, and yeah, yeah, I agree. And like I said, kind of at the beginning, this team is really set as it is right now, but not perfect. And one way 
I think that it's not perfect, quote unquote, um, would be the lack of their guard depth. I feel like the Bucks just need that one player that can come off the bench. Um, if Drew Holiday is sitting out or Grayson Allen's out or, you know, God forbid one of them is injured mm-hmm. and out, you know, indefinitely. Um, the Bucks need that other piece that could not only spread the floor, someone who has the green light shooting, um, someone who can get you a bucket, uh, but also someone that could play good defense on the defense, defensive end. The Bucks have really established themselves as a team that can um, really lock up any offense thrown at them. So I think they want to continue treading that way and yeah. get someone who can kind of like a three and D type guy who can also facilitate yeah. the offense, mm-hmm. keep the ball moving, not let the ball stagnant and utilize, you know, Giannis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not, sure. I'm not going to say that's like super, like it has to happen now, but if they really want to, you know, get to that next level, you know, compete with a team like the Warriors or like, you know, the Boston Celtics or whatever, I feel like it would be really in their best interest to fill that hole for sure. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. And um, looking more at the roster, we try to analyze any salary issues they had, and we really found none, except maybe Chris Middleton is getting a little older, a little less durable, a little more expensive. So, but that's not really an issue as he's still producing at an all-star level. I agree. I would say once he like... Um, you know, really starts, you know, declining. I feel like right now he's plateauing, but yeah. if he starts declining, I would say definitely renegotiate that contract for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And going into what they did in free agency so far, they re-signed a bunch of players such as Bobby Portis and Pat Connaughton. And don't forget the Nassis Antetokounmpo, the biggest re-signing the So, but yes, one, one free agency signing they made that could be really interesting is that they signed Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles, someone who's really kind of been – I feel like irrelevant's a mean word. Not irrelevant, but <laughs> – Maybe, maybe for the past who, year he was kind of irrelevant. Yeah, because I, I feel like no one's really heard of or thought about yeah. um, Joe Ingles really until the Utah Jazz days. Like, what team was he on last year? The Trailblazers. So. The tra- Like, I'm going to be so serious. I didn't really know that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but – you know, he's definitely capable of surprises, like how he surprised the entire sports world by saying that he could beat anyone in a league in a one-on-one. I like the confidence, Joe. I like the confidence. I don't know about that. I mean, he really is kind of – he does kind of fit where the Bucks are treading. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely can spread the floor. Uh, yeah. Definitely can shoot. I don't really know a whole lot about his defense. Um, he's a he's a pretty good defender as he's like yeah. he's like six six or six seven he's mm-hmm. a pretty good defender and he's like he's yeah. he's not like super athletic but he's he's a crafty player so exactly and what what i know about him is he's smart like he knows his mm-hmm. you know shortcomings yeah. like he's not gonna really blow past someone in one dribble and maybe he's yeah. not gonna stay in front of you completely on defense but yeah. he just does everything right like he his footwork is impeccable mm-hmm. um yeah. he'll outthink you for sure yeah. So who knows? Maybe maybe that could be the surprise. Maybe yeah. Joe Ingles is the piece mm-hmm. that this team needed. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Another thing about Joe Ingles is that he can play the guard position and maybe even the point guard. So that would be interesting mm-hmm. to see if they fill that that point guard facilitating score role with him. So yeah. we'll have to see. Yeah. And um, I we were able to come up with one trade that kind of made sense. But since the Bucks are already such a complete team, this is the only one that really makes sense and that they're yeah. contending and they're not looking to improve drastically. So 
the idea is to get TJ McConnell, they'll get TJ McConnell, and they'll trade to the Pacers, Serge Ibaka, and two second round picks. And obviously these are just mm-hmm. baseline. These are just baseline kind of trades, and they can be adjusted. Yeah. But the idea kind of getting just, TJ McConnell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of just attacking um, what we said. You know, mm-hmm. we're trying to find that guard. Um, yeah. Kind of be like a spark plug, come off the bench, get you a bucket, um, play a good defense type thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Exactly. So that's yeah. pretty much all we have for Milwaukee since – and like like we said in the last episode, not every team is going to be like like the 76ers or like, uh, another, or like a rebuilding team that needs a lot more in-depth analysis. Like if you have yeah. a team like the Bucks who are already at that championship level, they don't need much analysis and much improvement. So for sure, yeah, that that pretty much does it for this episode. You want to say all anything? I got. Yeah, you want to say all. anything to the uh, to the fans? To the fans? Well, I mean, I could always, you know, kind of plug, <laughs> plug the socials. I mean, plug the socials. You, you don't gotta ask me twice. You can always <laughs> just hop on, hop on Instagram, even hop on a uh, Apple Podcast. You know what, Alan? I want to talk about this right now because there has been some confusion. How can they find us on Apple Podcasts slash Spotify, so, right? Did I get that right? Yeah, and Spotify. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So on Apple Podcasts, just because uh, there are sheer amount of people who have the the name a name could with the Pick and Roll Podcast kind of in it. Yeah, but they don't have the special touch that we have. They don't. That's unbiased. They don't, have, they don't have the on-court, actual on-court. Dude, that's know, what I'm chemistry. saying. They don't have the charm and the looks that we have. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so since, since the, everybody has a name, Pick and Roll Podcast, we changed it to the P&R Pod. So it's kind of abbreviated but at the same time. So you can look that up on Apple Podcasts yeah. or Spotify. Or just look up one of our names, Alan J. Pandian or Jonathan Fridline, and it should show up on either yeah. platform. And so, if you're still confused, yeah. um, you can always go on Instagram because <laughs> it was on our last post. Yeah, so, but to find that on the Instagram, oh, I know you're asking. Look <laughs> up the – you have to type the word the, okay? It's, it's yeah. necessary. Yeah. The yeah. pick mm, mm. roll podcast. podcast. Underscore. 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 <laughs> and nice. that's a wrap.